Y'all glad. Where are you going to put them? Man, I passed by Bucky's and I had them in my truck. And he failed. You're going to put them over every stall. You'd have to print. You had I, didn't to get have, like I didn't print enough. 18 to put over. pages more. <laughs> there's, a, there's 750 bathrooms in the Stuckies. <laughs> so. Speaking of bathroom, yesterday um, I was at work. And I mean, the building that I'm in, it's got a couple of different bathrooms, different floors. Yeah. But I always go to the second floor because it's kind of secluded. Nobody goes to it. There's and there's a there's a stall and there's urinal in there. And it's just you know, I can go in there and take my time, do what I need to do. Right. And I go in and I'm just I'm sitting in the stall and uh it's you know, it's just one of those kind of times. Yeah. Could have used some dude wipes. And <laughs> <clears throat> I'm in there and the normally the door does not Nobody comes in. Nobody uses that bathroom. But this time was different. Door flies open. And a guy, I can hear a guy on his phone. He's, he's talking on his phone. And he walks through the door. <laughs> and he immediately goes, Whoa, golly. <laughs> he's, no, no I'm, I, somebody just blew up the bathroom. I'm sorry. I'm just, and he keeps walking. goes over to the urinal. I can hear him. And he's still on the phone. And I can hear somebody. He says, no, I said somebody just blew up this bathroom. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm doing everything I can not to bust out laughing. Right. And then, they, yeah, it was it was kind of funny because he finally, I didn't want him like, hi, somebody's in here. And then I, man, then it just, he's like, I think he's still in here. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I was at a ball game and uh, I was in Texarkana and I, I, have, I have an office in Texarkana. So usually I'll try to, like wait till a lunch break or between games or something, run over to my office. And it was just one of those times like it ain't happening. So I had to walk in one of them cinder block bathroom kind of deals I have at a ballpark. And somebody said and I and I let I was like, you know what? I let it I let it go. And uh some guy said, <laughs> Somebody is needs to see a doctor. <laughs> Hey, baby. Hi. Uh, Anderson and Tag making a surprise appearance. Love you. Love you, too, son. Thanks for bringing my bang. That's awesome. <laughs> Why don't you ask Mr. Justin if he wants something to drink? We have a special guest tonight. Mr. Justin Tibb. Brother Justin Tibbwell. Brother. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah, started. we literally just started. We always do a rolling start. Literally. You know that. You know how we roll. Yeah, we're 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 actually officially <laughs> podcasting right now. No, we we have do have a guest with us today. Mm-hmm. Of course, you just said that. Yeah, we did. But good night, girls, uh, girls and boys. Love y'all. Good night. Take care, of moms. So, what's been happening, Justin? Have you had to? Have you had any instances like that where you had to pull over to the side of the road? <laughs> no, but you know there are several. Find, times- hey, find my vape. <laughs> No, but there's been several times that with in the military that I've had to, you know, there's been some questionable urinals, questionable <laughs> porta potties we've had to use. You had to use that, you know, that, that squatting motion where you didn't touch anything, but there was room enough to be safe. <laughs> um, I was in Poland one time um, last year, and uh, we were there for a thing called Operation Saber Strike, and those guys would come and clean it once a day, but they'd wait till the last minute. And so by the time they'd get there, there'd already be about a foot and a half above it. So you're just kind of hovering and holding on at the same time. So you didn't like leave with more than what you brought. <laughs> and so, wow. And so, I mean, like that, it was interesting. But yeah, I think that was probably my, 
my uh, most exciting adventure in that area of life. Operation Saber Strike sounds so tough. <laughs> I want to be a member. <laughs> I want to do that. It was interesting. And all I can remember is the dumb he took. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was, Saber Strike. <laughs> that was, no, there was more. It was cool. Um, I had actually only had about a five-day notice that I was going to Poland. And um, I was... Happen, it, it, happens. Well, it was so funny because like we'd been um, practicing or getting ready for a mission trip that our, our group is involved in called um, Impact. And we go all over the country and I'm, I'm in a band that goes and we we uh, do the music and the worship and stuff. And I just remember being at Drill, which is like a week and a half. No, it was, it was more like six days before that weekend. And he was saying, um, he said, I, I got a message from my, my, my motor sergeant. He said, Tibble, go to the commander's office. And of course, anytime you hear anything about the commander's office, that's, you don't want to go. It's not good news. No. It? So you're like, all right, cool. I'm going. So anyway, I, I, I go and um, he said, Hey, um, just going to let you know that there's a unit going to Poland next weekend and your name's on it. And I was like, wow. no, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Cause I was I like, got things to do. Right. I was like, you well, can't got- tell me what to do. That's exactly what I'm here to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I couldn't say that. <laughs> what did I sign up for? <laughs> yeah. And so like, he was Mom like, said I didn't have to go. You ain't right. my boss. I said, I only I, do this uh, on the weekends. And, uh, <laughs> but no, I, uh, no, it, it was really cool. Cause like, I mean, uh, it was, I guess it was cool. Um, for um to go but i mean it was just terrible timing but it was awesome it was an awesome opportunity um he was like well you're you're gonna go to poland next weekend and i and i was like no no i'm not i've got i'm busy you know <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry uncle sam i had plans and uh how'd uncle sam take it uh, he, <laughs> he's so, a little heartbroken so yeah so what happened is next saturday i was on a plane <laughs> and uh i wasn't say i'm talking about just like he ghosted me yeah he ghosted me <laughs> texted me i said new phone who dis <laughs> um no it was it was interesting so I, I actually went up to the unit because i didn't know these guys that i was going with you know i had about 12 hours to kind of get myself acquainted and um being a mechanic you know that that was the deal they needed were mechanics so we went over there and in saber Street, you can google it it's it, it's it's a it's a um it's a widely known thing they do it every year it's a it's a multinational exercise with nato and um it was really cool um like I said, I went over there through the bridging company, and I'm not a bridger by any means of a mechanic, so they had boats, and so we get over there. I mean, these things were neat. Like, they had, these things floated, and so what happened is you had all these. Do you set up, like, card games and play bridge? Is that I mean, kinda... I, I, I guess. I don't know. Like, they gave me a <laughs> What's tool... a bridger? I mean, no, yeah. I, it's just, well, slow, no, it's... slow down for a second. You're rolling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to introduce you here in a second, yeah, but I want to uh, hear the not, story. I'm not a talker. Um, <laughs> but no, the, uh, it was cool. Like what happened is this company, their, their job is to create a bridge and these things float on the water. That was my guess. Yeah. And yeah, to build a bridge. How about that? And uh, so they, they, they put it on the water and it's like these pieces float a in a bit? boat. Well, I mean, <laughs> right, who <sorry>. imagine, <laughs> but, um, no, they, uh, they take these pieces of bridge that float and the, there's boats that take them out and they put them together and it takes it from one end to the other. And I mean, I'm talking about like these guys can get set up and get rolling within like 15 minutes. Wow. And mm. put it, put it like this, this uh, boat dock and everything. They sit down and get everything thrown out there. And it just, and these pieces of bridge just kind of hit the water and they just fold out. It's pretty cool. How fast can they span a river? I mean, like, well, you like keep normal. you keep talking about floaters, and I just keep going back to my bathroom <laughs> going story. Going back to your last story, my yeah. last yeah. bathroom story. But on a bridge, you're, I mean, you're, so you're talking about like a, a river or, or some yeah, kind of body, I mean, a smaller body of water, I'd imagine. Not, right. 
like the Baltic Sea or something like no, that. No, I mean, so, we, I mean, we uh, saw the Baltic Sea, but we didn't. We're going to be crossing the Rhine. <laughs> yeah. So, so how, how fast could they get across a body of water? Um, well, it's, it's kind of interesting. Like, um, they, they got a, they, they get the thing across and, and apparently the, the bridge could hold like two tanks. Wow. You know, floating. And so they did all that and it, it was pretty cool. They, they had a, they had a couple, they had a Polish, um, national military come through. And then I think some from the guys from the U S came through and it was, it was pretty neat. Um, what I liked the most is that I met a lot of people from other countries. Um, what really got me is when I met the guys from the IDF, which is Israeli defense force. Mm, no, Wow. Yeah, and they were, you know they had like the yarmulkes on and all that stuff, and, you know, and they were bulletproof. Dude, yeah. they were they were cool. But what was cool they about all them, like Ben Shapiro? They were little. I mean, but I would <laughs> I wouldn't fight them because they all he just doesn't look very intimidating. No. But, but, anyway. <laughs> but I mean, those guys were all because tra- they're all trained in Krav Maga, and Krav Maga is um is the Israeli uh, defense system, mm-hmm. and I and I I've dabbled in it a little bit, and it's not it's not for the the faint at heart, and so that's kind of something that we had we could talk about. But what I thought was interesting was the guy that I walked to. He he had an American flag on his uniform. The and, the guy from the, IDF, yeah, huh? and from from Israel, and and he was just like, hey, and so you know, it was just really neat to kind of meet those guys because you know this is Israel. This is this is God's people, you yeah. know, God's, you know, first love with the Israelis and, and the Hebrews. And so like, it was really neat to, to kind of talk with them. And we sat and we prayed together and, and, you know, split ways. And of course I probably never see him again, but it was, that was probably my favorite experience. That's over there. really cool. That was yeah. awesome. you did that. Five days notice too. That's pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. it was, it was pretty cool. Like, like I said, going over there, I, you'd be really shocked how, how Europe looks. It, it kind of looks like here. <laughs> it was, we were under pine trees and all that stuff. And when we were, we weren't, but like miles, if I remember correctly, we weren't, but like several miles from like several of the camps and stuff during World War II where they were, you know, pulling in the, the prisoners and stuff. And, mm, wow. you know, one thing I thought about was, we were sleeping in these tents that were just, that were awesome, I guess, because I didn't know what time it was half the day because it was so dark. And oh, um, yeah. I just kept thinking about like, you know, what, what happened here? You know, you don't ever think about that when you go to places like what happened in this spot. And so that, that was pretty cool. But the one thing that really bothered me was the time difference because it, it was only dark for about four hours at night. Really? Yeah. Like, and I, and okay. I say that like, like it, there'd be a, and it wasn't even really dark. You could see the sun over the horizon. And so, like, we fly overseas, and we get over there, and we land, and um, and it's, like, midnight. And, of course, you can see a little bit of sun coming out. And um, they were like, all right, we're going to let everybody sleep till 7. Of course, you know, in the Army, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, get 7 o'clock, wake up. And so I get to sleep, and I wake up, and it's it's bright outside. Like, it looks like 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I'm just freaking out, like, trying to get everybody woke up. Like, hurry up, hurry up. We got to get up. We're, you know, because new company, you know, a couple of guys that went with, and we didn't know these guys. And I look at my watch, and it's 4.30 in the morning. Wow. Right. And I was there. Oh, they hated me after that. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't allowed to wake anybody up anymore. Uh, but, let's, well, uh, let me slow down just real quick and introduce who you are. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, and how you, how we know you. Um you know, I've known you for a long time. You're mm-hmm. the you're the head of the Missionary Baptist Student Foundation up at SAU, mm-hmm. the MBSF, where Emily and Lexi yeah uh, did worship while they were in in college. Uh, you're you're a preacher. You're a martial artist. You're um, saxophone player. You're a musician. <laughs> you've been in worship bands. You've tried out for American Idol. You're kind <laughs> of a Renaissance man, like my boy uh, Chase over here. Yeah. Your name slipped my mind. That's odd. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but no, <laughs> just two minutes. So I thought this would be, uh, it'd be really fun to have you on here. And you've been listening to the podcast mm-hmm. for 
You've been a fan for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listening to what you guys do and try to tell everybody everybody else to listen. Yeah. um, I stay busy. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it. Sure sounds like it. Yeah, so we say you said he's a martial artist. I say he's got a jujitsu sh- shirt on right now, oh, and yeah. he was just talking about five days notice. I watched something the other day on uh, YouTube. It's MMA on point or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but they were talking about the cancellation of a UFC event, you know, like one fifty three or so. UFC one fifty three or something like that. It was canceled. They had canceled the main event uh, because it was John Jones and uh, you know the guy that he was supposed to be fighting knee injury mm-hmm. uh, had to pull out of the fight. And so they were calling, calling, calling. This was two days before the f- the event. Yeah. They were calling everybody, everybody. <clears throat> no, nah, I, I can't fight John Jones on two days' notice. I can't. I'm not doing this. No, 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 no. So they called the last person or the one person they should have called. Chael Sonnen. You know Chael. I love Chael. Uh-huh. And yeah. he, they said, Chael, will you take this fight on two days' notice? He said, Yes. In fact, I'll fly out right now. I'll fight him today. <laughs> <laughs> and confident. Dude, Chael, I, he's, he's probably funny. one of my favorite. He does you know, a podcast, and he does, yeah. you know, he's on ESPN doing the commentary. Yeah. I mean, greatest trash talker in, oh, yeah. in mixed martial arts yeah. history. So that's why it's so funny. And it, it, <laughs> I just, it, I heard that. I laughed so hard because that's, that's so Chael. That's, that's so funny. Oh, that's so yeah. Funny. So I'll fight him. I'll fight him right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know Justin uh, I met him I guess last year he played at Tiger Fest yeah yes. Uh, yeah. you played at Tiger Fest and you weren't there this year no I had to do a wedding yeah but you played at uh, oh he's also a wedding singer you, yeah. he, he, he played at <laughs> uh, Emily's wedding right yeah he did yeah. Yeah. and yeah. tonight after we podcast he's going to we're going to record that song that he sang at their oh, wedding okay excellent yeah, so I mean good, he's 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 a he's he, brought his guitar right here yeah and he's a like a freaking awesome sax player. He can play a saxophone like nobody's been. And that's really hard. To do. I, mean, I know somebody that's bought one. They they just mm-hmm. they had to sell it because they couldn't they couldn't even get you know the mouthpiece. I mean they could. Right. There's so much that yeah. goes in even just to make a sound. Right. Is, is, it, is it easier? <laughs> I wasn't to, expecting that. Is it easier to play with the lisp? Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> it, it, I, that's one of the things I struggled with in college. That's, you know, I, that's what I studied in college. He likes talking about his list. Oh yeah, he's good well, with it. I live with it. I, can't. <laughs> I just want to. I just never understood who put an S in lisp. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. That's that. cruel. Yeah, that's pretty cruel. <laughs> Here, here's what you have. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't find out that I had that till I was 14, and the school was like, "Well, we're going to put you in speech therapy," and the speech therapist was like. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, she was just like, you're already old enough. And so what she did, she it actually used to be worse. And uh, and so what she did was that she did some um, some exercises that would, would kind of soften it a little bit so it wouldn't be so bad. Because it was terrible. And, you know, and of course, it doesn't bother me. It's part of my personality. People like it, I guess. And so um, they, when I was in well, college. they're scared to death of you. I mean, you'd choke them out if they made fun <laughs> well, of them. <laughs> and see, nobody, and, and, and most people don't even know that. Because I, you know, I don't, I don't mean, I know I've got, you know, things I talk about about martial arts, but I don't sport it like it's, you know, like it's a, like a banner or anything. Like, mm. you know, say something about it and I'll kick you. You know, you know I'm not going to. Yeah, you're a humble guy. But uh, no, uh, it, it was so funny. I had this, this professor in college in my undergrad and he was a jerk. And uh, I, mean, I, I guess who it was. No, <laughs> no. Start, start naming names. Yeah. All right, we'll start Just, from my top ten list of biggest jerks. Blink one for, once for yes. He he 
he thought it'd be funny for me to talk about photosynthesis in oh, front of everyone. What, what? I think I know who you're talking about. No, I, well, <laughs> I doubt it, but I hope not. <laughs> but no, it was it was funny to be like, Justin, what are we talking about today? And I'm like, oh. I'm going to the registrar right now. <laughs> But yeah, we messed up. And I'd go that photosynthesis. Is. And the other word that was always hard to say was thesaurus. You know, they'd be like, Justin, go use your thesaurus. And I, was, I can barely say it. How can I use it? <laughs> and so, no, he it, owns it, baby. He owns it. Well, I mean, if you can't beat it, join it, I guess. Right? Just rock it. <laughs> so, so, we, it's so, so I met, cool. met him last year at yeah. Tiger Fest. I know I've seen him perform a you know, oh, man. several times since then. But we're coming off a big weekend. We hosting are. Tiger Fest. We hosted we again. And it was <laughs> again. And it was it was, it was a little bit more set up this year to where it flowed really nice. And sound, it, our job sound was, system. Our job was easy this year. We actually we had a lot of fun. We actually emceed. Yeah. Instead we, of we emceed, we hosted, for, we interviewed a ton of people. We got yeah. to meet people from all over the Arclotex. Yeah, and uh, we even played a little bit, which I think that was part of the moment that's, anyway. That's always and so jo- fun. I, Jordan, Wagon wheel again. Jo- Jordan walked over, <laughs> trying to mess me up. And all he that. did. I, 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 was, I wasn't expecting it, so I was trying to hold it together. But then <laughs> we forgot the words to Wagon Wheel, the third verse. You did, and we. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but the, when when I stopped, I just yeah, we kept strawberry. Yeah. That eventually, I just went nah, and then we just stopped. And one lady was, I said. <laughs> Stop clapping. We're not done. <laughs> and then he said, how about we uh, put a pin in this one and we'll come back to it. <laughs> if we would have bu- just busted out like <laughs> two hours later, just with that third verse. <laughs> and then he ended it. Y'all probably remember this. <laughs> All right. We'll just finish this off. <laughs> but no, we had, yeah. a, we had a really a good, good time. time. Yeah. But you, yeah. I mean, you're very musically gifted, rich. I mean, I know you, you like the Christian music. Everything is, What's what's kind of your go-to right now? On well, I mean, I, I do a lot of Christian music, but I, I've been playing guitar for for twenty years, and um, I know I don't sound like it on the air. Everybody thinks I'm like fifteen year old girl when I talk <laughs> into the microphone. I swore it was seventeen. <laughs> what so I'm give yourself a look. You don't sound like Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah. My first, my last, my everything. Yeah, we're gonna sing that one later. See how well that works. No, um, no, it, it. I, you know, I've I've been playing for a while and. I like blues. I'm a I'm a big time blues junkie. Yeah, that's some, oh. some good music. There. And you know, I, I play electric guitar, and um, you know, I I I enjoy teaching too. Like I, I taught my brother how to play, and then of course he ended up being better than me. So I don't know. <laughs> really? But, yeah, he ended up open. He opened up for Kenny Wayne Shepherd. No, wow. A couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. That's pretty like, good. <laughs> yeah, it was like here. Taught him how to play a blues scale, and he was like, "Let me show you how to play a blues scale." <laughs> yeah, and so, but no, I, I do a lot of blues wow. stuff. I'm I'm big into like Joe Bonamassa. Did He's you actually, go to the Guitar Festival? You and Darren this year? Did uh, you? I didn't get to go last the year. One in Shreveport? No, I think they go to Dallas. Dallas. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah Shreveport the, had one. I don't. It's, it, that was a James Burton one, but I don't guess that's a that's a, not an annual thing. No, no, the one in Dallas is huge. It was so funny. Um, a couple years ago, I I always tell everybody this is my most American day. I rode I rode my motorcycle down there and back in one day and uh it was we got down there and to meet Ted Nugent. And oh, so, yeah. oh yeah. That's American. So we went down there and we we met him and he's just he's crazy and him and Derek St. Holmes are there <laughs> and which is which is a big year because you know he sang the song Stranglehold and which you know is one of their most famous charts but they had actually had if I read correctly they had had some falling out. So this was like the first year that they were actually talking to each other. And so Darren walks up there with his pictures to get his pictures signed. 
and Ted just like takes them and throws them away. <laughs> yeah. What? He was like, this sucks. And it takes him. I'll just stand in front of the mic. Oh, he bob- he's used to bobbing and weaving. Yeah, I move, I move a lot. Um, like yeah. George W. Bush over in Iran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing them shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't, get, can't get me now, boy. <laughs> All right. No, they, uh, he took our, he took our, our, or he took his picture and threw it away. And of course, the reason why, because he thought they were terrible. And then he brought, <laughs> You but guys he, are gar- garbage. Yeah. garbage. And so he comes back with some better ones and signs them and gives them to Darren. Now watch oh, me shoot this. Okay. Yeah, now watch me shoot this gun. Yeah, that's right. Well, he had this guitar that looked like a like an AR, which is pretty cool. Wow. wow. And then and then he had that took, is, how how much more American can you get? Buddy? Right. Yeah. I know. I felt I felt like I you know I should have rode in there rode in there with an American flag shirt. <laughs> but um, no, he, bandana. Yeah, the bandana. That's right. But that's the thing is like he signed it and then he took his guitar out and started playing Stranglehold in front of us like no way and so yeah so that that was one of the best days and of course one of the my uh, favorite players is Gary Hoey and uh, he had a top five hit in the nineties called Hocus Pocus yeah 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 and he, he I have a my Stratocaster signed by him and um, well uh, um what is your uncle's name that played at Doug. the Doug Ramsey Doug Ramsey mm-hmm. he played at the at the uh, at the Columbia, I mean, Columbia County, good night. At the Hayride, the Louisiana Hayride. Oh, right? you, my, my I'm granddad. About, no, your granddad. Your granddad. granddad yeah. What? No, what's he was his part name? One of the house band, Buddy Ramsey. You Buddy. ever heard of Buddy Ramsey? No. Didn't he, didn't he get to back up Elvis? Uh, he backed up everybody. He played two nights a week with Jerry Lee Lewis and all that at the Hayride and Washita uh, Jamboree. And everything. Was he a studio musician? Yeah, he was. A, yeah. he was a he was an in house band guy. All those guys. That, that's that's they the dream play, job. Though. Whoever walked in, that's who they play with that night. That's sometimes the dream it was job. Elvis, sometimes it was Johnny Cash. Sometimes it was George Jones. And Buddy Holly. They everybody. were on that tour. Johnny mm-hmm. Cash. They were all on that big tour. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and and Doug's the same way. Doug's his son, my uncle, and. Yeah. But all are incredible guitars. But yeah, you know, but, you're, but you're awesome in your own right. New, yeah, you point. are. You yeah, just, I you don't know what you're playing, I'm but strong. you can do it. I'll, you can pick. You listen to something. You were right there for a while. You're, you were writing a song a week. Yeah, and then I like the we'll creative process. That's fun. Well, you'll listen As to something. In the actual uh, implementation. That's where Justin comes in. So <laughs> like, hey, could you play music this? theory? Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he knows it all. But talk about Ted Nugent. I, I worked mm-hmm. with. Uh, Somebody who had gone to a concert long time ago, and uh, they said that he was playing this solo, and the band had just like quit at that mm-hmm. point. The solo was ran so long, and they had like already left. <laughs> they were and he, done. Was, he was still out there playing, <laughs> and he like he, he like basically passed out on the floor and was still playing. And they they, they had to, they grabbed his legs and drug him back behind the curtain while he was still he was playing. Still playing. <laughs> 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 just, that's art, man. That's, that's loving you all. Like I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you 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 said you went back to like '95 ish type music mm-hmm. and stuff. But I was riding the other day in the car, Hadley Landry, and one of Hadley's friends that's in her class. Mm-hmm. And on the radio, Nelly came on. Yeah, Andale, Andale, Mama, Ia, Ia, and I was like, yeah, this is this is good stuff, and. The, the kid that was in there with it's in Hadley's grade said, That's good. My mama likes that classical music too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that had to hurt. Oh, that hurts that so hurt. bad. You, when we were uh when we were at church, Get out of my car. <laughs> when we were at church camp, do you remember that that story? That it was funny to me. Which story? Well, okay. So me and <laughs> me and all right. 
so we decided that the at the wrap up, uh-huh. you know, to uh, everybody that maybe had made had made a move on on uh, Friday night, right? And uh, we we're going to kind of wrap it all up. We were standing up there, and and somebody else was kind of handling the music. You were up there behind the keyboard, and me and Micah, everybody remember Micah from one of the previous episodes, one of our biggest mm-hmm. biggest fans. He, uh, <laughs> my boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> we finally talked Justin into doing the intro to jump. Cause jump! He, yeah, because he Man can Haley. nail that. And we're like, we'll see how this comes across because it was starting to fill up. Right, it was we, starting it was to fill a up. Packed house, and you were thinking, okay, we're. I mean, we're missionary Baptists, so we're pretty subdued you got a pretty, pretty tame we're pretty, pretty tame pretty tame when we're hymnals occasionally somebody right. does a special music they might do some contemporary <laughs> he blows out that first no just the then then when he hit them keys and it went <laughs> about half the audience stood up and started yeah, it's the thing. As I went to a, it was a, weird. Went to a concert. It was awesome. A couple of months ago, we were like, cut it, cut it. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I went to a concert not long ago. Of course, it was Pink. I was like, she puts on a really good show. Wow. She can sing. She's a good. She's singer. a great singer. She's a great singer. Fantastic. Yeah. But I mean, the show is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, before that, before the the opening groups were uh, came on, they were just playing music. Yeah. And uh, this DJ walks out, and he's putting on different things, but. It was the old classic stuff, like Jump and all that. Mm-hmm. When they started it, I mean, the arena's still filling up. I mean, it just blows the roof off the place. It's crazy. Those iconic little Everybody or, knows oh, it. Oh, yeah. And everybody just, yeah. it makes them have that feeling. That's the power of music. Have you seen oh, yeah. the YouTube video where the guy goes in, he said that there is a guitar leak that is never allowed to be played in a guitar store or at a... Oh, at, at Stairway a to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> what? Have you, have you seen those videos? He goes in and he's always trying these guitars out and somebody's videoing him and, and he's getting... He acts like a beginner and, and they're kind of picking around and, and he breaks into Stairway to Heaven and they grab the neck of the guitar yeah. every single time. What is the deal about that? Do you do you know why? I mean, well, it's, it's an overplayed song. I mean, I think... It, every, I mean, well, anybody... Any, any guy, you got that one guy that no one wants to talk to at the campfire with his guitar because he's like check this out <laughs> and you're like okay great Led Zeppelin and um, and so they start playing it but what the funny thing about that video is is that they're at all these like these mom and pop guitar stores that are kind of famous but as soon as he walks into Guitar Center he's like right on yeah. right on you know so they're all excited at Guitar Center because Guitar Center is kind of like the Walmart of Guitar Center yeah, right, 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 right. I, I, mean, in, not, I was in there the other day yeah, <laughs> I, I love like it before, don't baby. get me wrong bought, bought that loop <laughs> right. I, I was thinking about going today but I didn't I was uh, like ah, I need to save some money the one that's <laughs> close to here you know it, I think they're the best ones that I've been to because Little Rock no the, the Shreveport one because that guy in there that, that works on the stuff he knows the stuff wait there's a Guitar Center in Shreveport there's yes. two there's two in Little Rock North Little Rock I know but West I, Little Rock. I've been to the one in North Little Rock yeah. the I, one in Shreveport is right that? next to Michael's right next to that Super Target well, I never make it out of Michael's that's the thing that's the that, problem that, yeah. <laughs> it's your home decoration needs oh, well, we're gonna get the home decoration kind of a, later because we got new sponsors baby shout <laughs> out <laughs> Don't, well, go Sa- be, don't be going to my South Shreveport's kind of rough areas. I don't, I try to stay away from your drive. What? <laughs> your drive. Is it? Isn't it? 
No. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not from uh, here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's where we go Christmas shopping. I try to stay away from there because I, I go into a panic because uh-huh. we, that's where we go Christmas shopping. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, scarred for life there. Yeah. And that's going to be starting any, well, it started yesterday. Well, Halloween's I mean, it's coming up. Today's October close. the 10th, that's which today is Emily's birthday. Happy birthday, yes. Emily. Shout Happy out. Birthday, Emily. Happy birthday to Emily. And today is the start of the Christmas shopping season. <laughs> oh, the Hall- <laughs> I mean, Halloween's really the only holiday I decorate for and my face. <laughs> that's my stuff. When we start getting Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm like, eh, this is sweet. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's, Who wants to decorate a house where I can decorate my body? <laughs> <laughs> well, I put stuff up in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I got to tell you about my, my stump. Speaking of my yard, oh. burning that stump, you know? Yeah. And the other day, because I, ha- I have a life and I have a job. Yeah. So Bur- speak. Burning hours in the city are from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Are you serious? What is that about? That's regulation. I know. That is big right. government. You know, it had been, it had been, you know, there had been a burn ban in the county. They lifted it. I'm like, this is my time. I'm getting rid of this stump today. <laughs> and then spark that thing up, throw some stuff on there. Of course, it's like maybe 6.30. <laughs> you outlaw. <laughs> and... I mean, of course, I got it, you know, around there, you know, the dirt piled up around there. Got stump burning, throwing some stuff on there. I go in the house, pfft, about to wash me some TV. And then, <laughs> <laughs> ding dong, go to the door. There's a fireman there. <laughs> Are you serious? And he says, we got a call from the neighborhood. Um not supposed the to entire say. neighborhood. Well, yeah. Hold on, you. are not yeah. fifty-five people. Call. You're not. You're not supposed to be burning at this hour. So he's like, really, not a big deal. But um, you know, we did. Get, we did get a call. <laughs> Put your hands behind your back. No, um, <laughs> and uh, he says, just you know, let it die down. At least be out here with it. Mm-hmm. You know, let it die down. We'll call it a night. I'm saying. So he drives off. Hey, appreciate it, man. I'm a big fan of the show. I don't know, he didn't say that, but I'm just I'm throwing that in there for context now. And um, made, he, made me feel good. He that. drives off, and so I'm like, all right, this my show, but I'll stand out here with it. And so I'm standing there. 15 minutes later, fire truck pulls up. <laughs> Different guy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out here with it. What are you? <laughs> it's the flames are barely 12 feet tall. I mean, what do you want? Barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> Yeah, Stop I, putting gas on a five minutes ago. Put diesel, gas, kittens, old tires, you know, kittens. all this, all this stuff. It's been burnt. The whole neighborhood. Nobody would have caught up here. It'd have been no, just kittens. It was no wind, no nothing. So this, you know, smoke was going straight up. It was oh. beautiful, but it had already died down a little bit. And then he comes up, says, "We got more calls. We've already had a guy out here. Just go ahead and spray some water on it." I was, okay. I said, wait, burning hours are from 6 to 10. Of course, by this time, it's like 7, right at 7, 10, 7, 15. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Guess who's going to be out here at 5.59 ready to burn all of this? <laughs> and I'm going to make sure I got my weed, my uh, my leaf blower blowing smoke in every direction <laughs> where everybody's getting some of this. <laughs> and <laughs> but I went ahead and watered it out. But the whole time I watered that, he drove off. I was just yelling. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Are you happy? It's going out. But now that I put it out, more smoke's out. 
<laughs> you should have said, breathe it all. You should have said, as a taxpayer, you better hook up to the nearest freaking fire hydrant. Put this thing out for me. You want it out? You, it you out. want it out? You want it out? <laughs> I'm like, you You can get it out, but all of the charcoal that I put under there is yeah. going to take some time to, to be uh, man. And then I got had like propane hooked up to it. So it was like, and your propane accessories. <laughs> so I had the thing blazing. No, I, I was thinking, <laughs> what kind of? So Man. I'm going to find out who called. <laughs> if it was just one person. Oh, guess whose guess who's house is getting the egg. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, baby. <laughs> but then, it, then I got to thinking, yep. what if I just go like get a few leaves up and put little bitty fires in every everybody's uh, yard and then just call. That's fire bar. They're breaking the law. I'll do it. <laughs> but then I was like, "Hey, what about fire pits? Like metal fire pits?" He said, "That's fine, you know, because that's." I was so like, if you put a ring around so, your. So I was thinking, <laughs> I think Dad's got some scrap metal. I can <laughs> and I can enclose this thing, and they can't say anything about it. I'm gonna burn this sample. What about old tractor tire? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was yeah. I was like, who, who's snitching over here? God. I moved to a new neighborhood and I like, <laughs> I brought snitching over here. Man. I ain't down with Camus that. neighborhood. Camus. <laughs> you called the popo? <laughs> <laughs> no, I called the fire department. Oh, man. Come out here for me. <laughs> hey, um, I was going to get your take on it real quick. So, wh- what odds do you put on Hillary jumping in the race? One hundred percent. Me too. She's gonna. She's gonna come in. You think, think she's gonna think, come back? I think, I think she's, she's testing gonna, the water, saying, yeah. "You know, I could beat him again." Because she's trying she's, to rally the troops. She's it's taking like, too. You do it, Hillary. We need you. Yeah, she's taking too many. Joe, Joe's. Too, she's Joe's on, tanking. Joe's Wall tank. Street doesn't want Hillary. Uh, right. Wall, Wall Street has already put out. The liberal Wall Street has already put out the word. They they they're, will they'll not sit this vote. One out. Or, they'll sit it out or vote for Trump. <laughs> yeah. So they're tanking. So they're she's they're suddenly call, making the talk show circuit. They're calling the Chell son into politics and says, yeah. "I'll two days notice. That's all I need." There, she's Trump. coming. She's coming back in. No, I, I really and don't know. I could see Trump it, will feast off of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be well. Really jo- fun. Jo- Joe Walker there said, "I'm calling for impeachment." I'm like, dude, <laughs> why don't you just run against him? <laughs> He's got one year left. If you if you I, I could beat Trump so easy. Why do you need him? Yeah, how scared are you? Why don't you just you? beat him? That's right. How He's, scared well, are we you? need to impeach him first. Why? To take out your competition? Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. you suck? Man. <laughs> exactly right. I don't think they want Mike Pence. Mike Pence is Mike squeaky. Pence is probably beatable because he's just not, he's not, he's not, I don't think he's as ready to take on political correct is, culture. He's squeaky clean. Uh, did you hear his radio talk show before he <laughs> became a politician? Dude, uh, you need to go back and watch some YouTube. He's yeah. pretty hardcore. Okay. Yeah. I'll check yeah, it out. It, it's interesting. Not to bring up politics, but anyway. No, hey, well, but I, I wanted, can totally see it. I wanted to talk to you, uh, Justin, about uh, about American Idol, because I know that the tryouts are coming up and, mm-hmm. and and things, and I've been trying to get Lexi to do this. I was yeah. going to submit something for her and all that. But anyway, apparently you can't do recorded stuff yet. It has to be live video, but... Um, <laughs> that's you can't so I, edit it. So I can't, I can't put um, auto-tune, which Lexi obviously needs. And... Um, <laughs> You I'm flip picking, a switch. I'm, and, I'm picking, baby. Yeah, you, you flip a switch and have like the background vote, like your follow. Like, she sounds like Pee Wee Herman without if you, it. If you start like singing or rap, even just go, Justin, go in there and rap, and I'll go in there with you. And in the background, I'll just lean back, I'll lean forward and go, cut out, cut out. 
just, you just keep going. At it. That golden ticket would be pow. So, have you guys you ever tried, been to so Hollywood? When did, when did you try out? I went in '09. Um, Where at? In Dallas. Actually, I got to go into the new stadium like literally the week after they finished it. Yeah. So how far did you make it past the cattle call? No, or? I didn't make it past anything. I went. I was in that. <laughs> Barely made it past security. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Had an AR-15 <laughs> yeah. guitar with him. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Ted. That's right. Yeah. Ted's on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was interesting. We went, um, me and my, 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 I call him my brother. He's one of my best friends named Dallas. Uh, ironically, Dallas <laughs> went to Dallas with me. You just make, you're making stuff up. No, man. I'm not. <laughs> I, was just I gotta and, uh, erase all this crap off my phone I had on <laughs> And my my friend Trey, we went and we uh we stayed in this this ghetto motel, and you know just because it was cheap. And we went and uh, it was interesting. You go and you go and sign up, and they do all this, this things, and they you know you fill out a form, and and then like two days later you go and audition. You know okay. you can, but you can only take like I can only take one person in there, so I took Dallas with me, and because Trey had to drive back, so we let him sleep, and um and so we go in there, and there's like nine thousand people in this place, and what was crazy was this is the day after Michael Jackson died. Oh, and so yeah. everybody's dressed like Michael Jackson. One glove. One glove in that, that ha- jacket. and Holding a kid's hand. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh! Keep it. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was. That was good. That's a chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> but they were all in there, you know, you know, I don't know how they got these rest in peace Michael Jackson shirts so quick. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> like, like trust it was premeditated. Me. Trust me, a lot of people were waiting on it. Yeah. <laughs> We hit the we hit the big time, baby. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be the king of pop without somebody here. <laughs> we gonna get that above ground pool. We're gonna wait now. Somebody was in the I guess somebody was in the motel with one of those heat presses, you know, passing them out. We just uh, went down there and I I went to audition and this dude comes walking. In. I mean, of course, there's like nine to ten, twelve tables. I don't know. There's a lot of tables, and um, we go down there and they got us in a line of like four or five people. And each person has to sing. And of course, I, I'm down there and, you know, I I sing something about like Brian Adams or something. I can't remember. But, uh, Brian McKnight? No, not that one. <laughs> I, I, that was my second choice. <laughs> and uh, somebody named Brian. Anyway, um, but we went and this guy comes walking out in like these white flip flops and a rat t-shirt. And he's like, he didn't look like he was there anyway. Like he was just kind of, you know, droopy eyed. And we literally always sang and he just said, everyone come here. Shout out Dusty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who wants a fade who wants a fade bro you know, anyway, your bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna loop that I love that man I love your bed. <laughs> and so we we auditioned and like literally it took about we, we waited for I was there I got there at like midnight that night we were in the front of the line and it was really cool because you know I actually have some friends that I still talk to that I met there that live in different states that that we met there, that we you know became good friends over, and um and but we went in there and I I, I mean I was there from like midnight to nine thirty that morning and we waited all that time wow. <laughs> yeah we waited all that time and I, I auditioned and it was like none of you were going through go home <laughs> yeah you know uh, it was, uh, was, it, was it like <clears throat> all right go ahead whenever you're ready okay uh, all right that's enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what it felt like how long, and how long did you get thank you for saying? coming. I sang for I sang a, a a verse and a chorus, so I mean you got at least a minute. Oh, okay. And so, but I mean, like I said, he didn't even look like he was he was like into it. So I, I mean, we oh, were this done. is the judge. Yeah. 
Oh, so like the, the pre-screening type right, thing, right? It was a guy, oh, wow. he comes out and he's, you know, there's there's several of us, but you know. You're either I, really good or really bad to get to the, the next yeah, part. Like, right. all right, we're going to let you go see Simon and them. Well, it's, <laughs> well, I mean, in that, after, by the time you go see Simon and them, it was like, it, apparently it was like three or four rounds. So, I mean, you, so like. Mm, yeah, you're they, there for a they while. They're filtering it pretty Oh, heavy. yeah, because, you know, if you watch the show, they're like, oh. Sit back! And, you, yeah, and you, you get know. invited, too. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah, there I've was a whole, there was a whole invited. group of yeah. people that were there that like had won something and they had like first pick over all of us. Like they were in there. It was like, it was a good, like 1500 of them. They were just, they said they won something. So they're here. And so what you're mm-hmm. saying is it's, it's rigged. It's staged. I mean, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, no. There, there's a portion of it. There's a portion. Cause it's I know that they do. I mean, they, it's a, it is a show. You're they exactly do canvas, right. They canvas YouTube and they canvas. And if you've been on uh, the voice and maybe mm-hmm. as long as you didn't make it too far, then you can go and get on there because I I uh, saw because it's got to look like a, a relative person that came yeah, from obscurity yeah. to win it. Well, I saw a, a dude that was uh, he kind of called him out because he was on the Voice. He had made it in front of the judges mm-hmm. on the Voice, so he actually made the taping, but it got cut. He made he made it on stage for America's Got Talent. Then he went to American Idol, and they had already gotten all the people that they wanted, and they said, "Hey, uh, why don't you come back next year?" So those ones that are like, yeah, I just don't think you're ready. They say, hey, come back next year. Right, right. It, it, it's, I mean, it's a show. And the one thing, you know, I had to realize that, of course, I was mad when I let, because they make you walk like this three mile walk through the stadium. You mm-hmm. get, you like, I, no, it's bad enough you didn't make it. Now they're like, all right, now go take a three mile lap around the stadium and, oh, and, and go home. To leave? Yeah, to leave. <laughs> and there's like cameras there and people are crying. I didn't make it. And I didn't want to talk to nobody. So I was just kind of like, you know, pushing every, I'm out. You know, we're going home. Choke old man. Yeah, people. Choke right. people out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, which is ironic because I went, you know, I was, I don't mean to, you know, sound arrogant, but I was pretty confident that I was going to go, you know, because there, you know, you, you see people and that sing and, you know, you think, well, you know, they're pretty good. But there were people there that I thought were better than me that weren't getting through. Like I was like, wow. And, yeah. and then there was this guy, literally, I'm like in the, you know, middle of the, the lower section, which is pretty far from where they were at. And this guy's down there, and he is like awful, but he's loud. Yeah. And they just hand him a golden ticket. And he no turns way. Around, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like ten years ago. So. And he was horrible. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, for the show. it's for the show. You got yeah, you got to get people who gotta, are right. Yeah. Like wow. But you know what's yeah. crazy? The, the auditions that are going to go viral. That, yeah. Yeah. Like this. Check this aren't. out. This is so funny. This is so bad. Oh yeah. Watch so you got to be memorable. Watch, Not watch saying that Simon you weren't, just but butcher you know this guy. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, and, and you got to understand it being a TV show, and they're looking for a product too, like anything else. Yeah, you and have it, to have a story. A story. You got. I mean, you just got to. You got to be interesting, which is funny because, like, um, when I went back to school, you know, I by that time, I time and went by, and I'd went to the military and stuff like that, and and then came back to college, and I was leading worship for MBSF, and I had a friend of mine by the name friend of mine that I led worship with that we did a lot of events together by the name of Trent Harmon. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people know that, and it was funny because well, Trent, Trent's from Arkansas, and Trent won American Idol. Like we went to school together, and um, we we were worship leaders and stuff together, and it was really interesting because we were both like we were friends, and we were both you know, of course, friendly competition as singers because we both sing, and you know, we we're both picking at each other, and, and you know, I I thought it was funny. It's like I didn't go, and then Trent goes, and I was like, yeah, good luck, you know, and, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, like, 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 let, like, it's like let me tell you what's going to happen. Of course, you know, we we didn't talk much about it because I was still gone training but it was like it was so funny because i you know i wasn't like negative about it but you know i from my experience i was like don't get your hopes up 
Mm-hmm. And then he goes and wins. <laughs> and so and it's like, okay, cool. And I and I was so proud of him because that's exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to win and he's he's doing great. And uh yeah. so I mean it, it's pretty cool to to not only experience it, but to know somebody who's won it. Yeah. In the same time. And of course that was the last season that, that was the original American Idol now. Yeah. That, uh, it, it doesn't really look near anything like it used to be. I don't be. think it's as interesting as it is. Really? I probably I, I probably have I not like seen it. I don't know. The talent American is Idol. The talent is so good now. Since probably 2008. Oh, mm-hmm. good night. But yeah. the talent, the thing is, used to, I remember Leanne Rhymes when she oh, yeah. came out and you're thinking, this girl's 14 years old. She sounds 30. And it was like a freakish deal. Yeah. But she, now all of these kids are coming out. They're 15, 16 years old. And they're, you're like, wow, wh- where yeah. did this come from? And yeah. it, and they all have this effectuated sound like Adele. And mm-hmm. they, it's a, it's weird. Uh, it seems it, like everybody's it, got, you know, so much information and so much access to things. You can find a good YouTube video that will coach you to do something. Oh, of yeah. course. But, yeah. it, but I was talking to somebody about this the, not long ago. It seems like there's not a whole lot of instrument players out but, there. Right. But the ones that are out there are so good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of a, it's like NBA players. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, everything's yeah, so, yeah. all right, well, this is, it's a system. You know, yeah. we're going to build this NBA player. Better athletes nowadays, and just yeah. Incredible. But well, the, the science behind the coaching, it's the science, the, the science is just like you know. People always are saying, "Well, could you know, could Jordan's Bulls beat you know?" Blah blah. Right. Blah. It's a completely like, different. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a completely LeBron, different. They would thing. destroy Michael Jordan and him because it's. I mean, yeah, they're 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 talented. But the system is so different. I mean, it just well, guys the, are uh, bigger it, these days too. I mean, they're, oh, they're it, massive. Yeah, yeah, these guys, it's. it's it's not what it used to be. I mean, you know, you, it's so funny. Like they, they show those videos of, of like NFL players back in the seventies, and then you got like D two, like over at the college D two football players that would tower over the NFL players. Yeah, because, right. I mean, right, it, it's right. wild, you know, because all the coaching and stuff they have, and all the things, you know, especially. Yeah, the, I mean, the equipment that they have to mm-hmm. specifically train X, Y, or Z. Well, speaking Incredible. speaking of football. Let me tell you how. Yeah, you brought this up in the in man just a second ago. I found this out yesterday, and what I was happened? so heartbroken. I mean, right, I know so, that the Saints dominated uh, Dallas. Though, that's a little strong word, and uh, <laughs> that's kind of strong. Because I watched the game, and it was it was what we like to say in South Arkansas, a good old fashioned butt whooping. Well, and here's the thing <laughs> that everybody felt that Kellen Moore was an offensive genius, right? He's the youngest offensive coordinator since so-and-so. He's he's Dallas's offensive coordinator. He used yeah, to be a backup where, where quarterback. He, mm-hmm. and he, went to, he went to college at Boise State. Yeah, that then was the coach, Boise State guy. He coached high, high school football. I'm actually friends on Facebook he, with him. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. Well, he's, ba- he's backup quarterback at, at Dallas. And, and when he was in college, he was, I, I would venture to say he was the best quarterback in the country, but yeah. he was just small. Right, and he played right. for Boise State, which right. nobody went. So here's the problem. <laughs> he took the signals, the offensive signals from Boise State. Yeah. He implemented them where he coached high school football. And unbeknownst to most people, because it's so simplistic, he implemented the exact same system when he went to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> well, somebody they went back and watched was the smart film. enough at the <laughs> Saints and watched film and then started watching the other games that he had coached okay. I got you. and picked up on the signals. Because if you've never played them, because once you have a system right. that works, that's right. I got that's you. right. And so, but you're, you're in the mm-hmm. Superdome, so you're using hand signals because you cannot hear. Wow. And they, it was like they were in the huddle. They, they knew, <laughs> they knew every 
play that was going to be called. That's why we seemed like there was just no there was just no stopping them. Well, they had and to. They didn't now, have a quarterback to play with. Yeah, so now, so now you, 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 you go against the Packers, <laughs> even though we almost came back and beat the Packers. Um, you could t- you could just see a difference in our offense mm-hmm. that we we were having to, we had to retool and we sort of started kind of getting some ground there at the end and I think we wound up being okay, but for him to be, I bet you the hand signals are changed by now. Uh, but it was interesting to find out that that's that's how the Saints actually beat us, and it just freaking. Uh, I'm I'm still a little hurt. <laughs> it hurt was, that they outstrategized us. But yeah, but that's the thing. But how you can't really be. I say cheated. They didn't yeah. cheat. They no, were smarter. It's just smart. It was just smart for somebody. Can you imagine? It's just, it's just but, cleverness that go. I didn't think of that. Right, but could yeah. you could you imagine being the dude? You're sitting there in some hole watching film. And you figure this out, how fast you couldn't wait to go run to your boss. I mean, oh yeah. Could you? You're like, oh my god, I just figured it out. And you get to go and tell them, and then you got to convince them that it's really true. Yeah. And then they watch film and they're like, oh my gosh, nobody leave this room. If this word gets out, (laughs) you're dead. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, and the so all within one week. So I, I mean, where do you see Dallas and the Saints going? You know, and they're oh, uh, uh, how far I, are they going? I think I believe I think we'll win. It. I will, we'll win the NFC East. I think we'll go to the NFC champion. I think we'll go to the NFC Championship. Really? I don't know. Uh, as long as we st- if we stay healthy, we'll go to the Super Bowl. We have. I think we have the most talent. It, even right now, the last two games that we've lost, uh, we're still three and two. Obviously, um, Dak Prescott is still ranked eighth or ninth in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, um, by the time everybody all healthy, we'll, we'll go to Super Bowl. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's a I bold prediction. If Fro was here, would he back that up? I, no, because he, he says, I'm telling you, long as Jason Garrett's, long as Jason Garrett's coach ain't, ain't going to do it. I'm just telling you. I mean, he's got t-shirts yeah. made up of that. So. No, but I really think that we can. We uh, we've got the talent to go to the Super Bowl. So it's all about, about the Saint. The Saints just the you know they learn quick, clever. Yeah, uh, yeah. outcoasters. Yeah, and, and that word spread. I mean, after that game, then they let everybody know. So it's, it's kind of like the other day I was riding in the uh, riding in the car, Hadley Landry sitting in the back, and you know my radio's out. Mm-hmm. No, I no Bluetooth, no radio, no nothing. So we just either joke with each other, sing up a song or whatever. But I was Hadley, I was hitting her with some math problems. I was like, you gotta work on you gotta work on this test. You got a math test tomorrow. What's four times seven? They're working on her four times mm-hmm. tables. Mm-hmm. And she'd say, All right, this twenty eight. I was like, Okay, what's what's four times three? Well, all this stuff. And so Landry piped up and she was gonna try to stump right uh, stump Hadley. Said What's 200 plus 200? Hadley went, 400? She said, what's 100 plus 7? She said it just like that, too. And Hadley went, 107? And Landry went, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I laughed for funny. I laughed for several miles. <laughs> that's what? so funny, man. Six year old, interesting. <laughs> so tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, um, 
so we did American Idol. You got over that. You uh, Trent Harmon, he won. That happened. And anyway, so you, and at this time, you said you're in training. You're you're, you're in the military, mm-hmm. correct? Um, so how long were you in the military? Get, kind of walk walk us through that timeline after your utter defeat at American Idol. <laughs> Um, I, I, <laughs> did you ever after, try to make the walk Trent. of shame? No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Trent, Trent's a good dude. And I'm, I'm happy for I'm, him. I, you know, I am happy for you, buddy. Then why you got the baseball bat? I'm, <laughs> about, right, right. I'm about to crack your kneecap. I'm, no. I'm about to be a little bit happy. <laughs> no, he, he, he's doing good. He just got married. And so, I mean, congratulations to him. And, uh, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I was really happy that he won because he, I mean, he, he deserved it. He was, he definitely, I thought he played the game really well because that's what it is. And he, he I think he was really smart. Yeah. On it. He, did, he made some really good choices. I he, mean, cause you think about it, you know, you, cause you, you think about what he's doing now and you know, the music he does doesn't necessarily sound like what he sounds like on, like on the radio because, right. and, and so, you know, I, I, cause he's a really smart guy. And I thought, I was like, man, he's doing a really good job playing the part. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you think about, you have those weeks and those songs that they have to do. And he did such a good job and such a good arrangement. But he's also, he was also very smart in college. Like, he was, he was great. Like, he, he, um, he was a, he's a, people don't know that he's a really good musician, not just a singer. Like, he, he's a drummer and a guitar player. And I plays, didn't know you know. Oh, yeah. And um, so I, I imagine a lot of what he did was he arranged a lot of it himself. He was I mean, he, he did he had a music minor. We had the same music theory classes. Oh wow! And stuff like that. And so he 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 was good. And um, I I thought it was really cool that he had won because I mean, you yeah. know, we we coming from experience on. Of course, I didn't get nowhere far in it at all. But kind of finding out, you know, how the game works. Yeah. You start. You know, the odds are. You know. It doesn't matter who you are. The odds are not always that high yeah. in that. So, you know, the fact that he had won, it really, we were all excited that he did. So, you know, and of course, before then, we kind of lost touch just because, you know, I, we all moved off yeah. into other things. But <clears throat> it was just cool to watch him do that. But, you know, after that, I uh, was in college and just continued. And I, I'd gotten, I'd actually, after that, I tore my um, MCL doing martial arts. Okay. And uh, and so I couldn't walk for about eight months, and so I gained a whole bunch of weight. It was crazy, and um and then I then I was like, well, I'm gonna. I did ROTC in college, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and enlist. And so I did. I ended up losing like 140 pounds. Wow! And joined the army, and um in 2012, and this march will be eight years. We actually be done with my first contract. I've just reenlisted. Thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. Um, I it's I just enjoy it. Done it. Been around it my whole life. Um, family. It was funny though. I'm I'm like the black sheep because I went in the army and everybody else was in the air force. Oh, and wow. so yeah. My mm. my grandfather was a master pilot, and he actually he actually passed away two weeks before I enlisted. Oh man. And uh, he uh, yeah he 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 started the um the 188th in Fort Smith. It's a fighter wing. He was one of the guys that started the 188th Fighter Wing in Fort Smith, Arkansas after World War II. He was a B-29 pilot. And Very cool. Flew a bunch of planes. And my grandmother actually was, um, she was the assistant to the commander of that base. So I grew up around that my whole life. I actually have a, a chair in my house. It's an F-16 seat that's turned into an office chair. <laughs> wow. It's pretty cool, that's yeah. neat, yeah. And so when I, I was like, I'm going to go in the <laughs> Army, and everybody was just like, uh, I, <laughs> you know, and of course I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I like the, I like the groundwork. I like, you know, I was an ROTC week in college and I got to, you know, play army doing that. And I really enjoyed it. And of 
course, you know, that I just felt like that was a perfect fit. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, what I'm doing now, you know, I've done that, you know, I'm a mechanic, I'm a 91 Lima, which is a heavy equipment mechanic, which I don't know why they do that. Cause we all work on everything. I'm literally worked on everything from a generator to a Humvee to a boat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's cause they all have books and you just kind of learn how to, to do everything. And, uh, no, I, I, I've always wanted to do it. And so I did, you know, I put myself in a position, I'm in the reserve. And so I, I plan eventually to go active duty. You yeah. know, I, I'm working on my master's degree right now at Liberty University and uh, in chaplaincy. And so, you know, I'm doing my, my enlisted time. And then eventually I'm going to move up and go into the chaplain world and, now, and work with those guys. Now, have you been deployed? No, 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 okay. no. Yeah. No, I haven't. I, I haven't had my time yet. And I'm just patiently waiting you know i've been yeah. overseas but i haven't deployed to like a combat zone or anything yeah, right and well, so they say the mechanics so that's that's uh that's legit like like a medic i mean <laughs> if you're if you're not getting your job done mm-hmm. you're you're putting the entire the entire platoon at risk because yeah. you're exposed yeah but Until, no pr- no pressure is what he's trying yeah, to say I mean, there's <laughs> a con- right there's a convoy and if it stopped it right. stopped and that's what we do actually you know that's that's my my unit is we're a route clearance unit, and so like they're the the engineers that are in that unit. Their job is to clear the roads of IEDs and stuff like that. And so you know the job is is that something happens, you know, we got to be on it Man. fast. And so and actually this last summer I went to a school in in Wisconsin, and uh, you know it, one of the things you can't you can't really go into the details of what the vehicles do because I mean that's what they ask you not not to talk. It's not sure. that big of a deal. But they go they ask forward you. and backward. But exactly. That's classified. But we yeah. And, uh, no parking brake is what they really want. <laughs> <East and Super. laughs> yeah, and uh, but it was recovery Who put class. These instructions in upside down. <laughs> That's right. But they uh, no, they uh, it was um, a recovery class, and basically was how to get people unstuck, or you know, if it's a combat deployment type deal situation where you need to get a vehicle that's just you know you can't just leave them out there. You got it. You got to right, pick them up. Right. You know, and so if something happens, and you got to go out there and get it quick. It was really cool. I can talk about this. This was um, the funniest thing was is we were out there and they had like they put us in this big pit, and they took this truck and drove it down this hill and stuck it in the water, and they were like, "All right, you know, the truck is like up the water past the cabin. This is a big truck. This isn't like you know a Humvee or anything." And of course, what they don't realize is that like me and everybody else, we're all from like Arkansas, a bunch of rednecks. Like we're not afraid of water, so yeah. we get out there and we're just swimming in it. And like, like the the guy on the airplane that you were in, was in the pothole, just pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, they were. It was cool. Like so we had to get out there, and, and what really got me was there was a lot of math involved. Which I'm terrible. I had to go to summer school to graduate high school. No joke for algebra. So they were like, "You got to." I was like, "Nope, I'm out." <laughs> And so I was like, which one in our group is good at math? All right, that's going to be your job. I'm just going to carry the chains. <laughs> I was like, what do you, anything that's heavy, I'll grab it. No, um, we did a lot of that. It was really cool um, to see what it did. And we had a tornado come over us. It was pretty interesting. We were out there. Yeah, we're in the middle that's of the pretty it interesting. Just, it just comes out of nowhere. Oh, oh, I guess. oh, oh by I, the way. Oh, by the way. Well, yeah. what was interesting. <laughs> we is, all almost died. <laughs> yeah. We were out there and. I felt like Dorothy. They were just like. <laughs> You know, yell. Let's like to do more in the yard. <laughs> Which one in the background? That dude's American. <laughs> the guy I got him on his yard. The guy that's out there holding the flag with the shotgun. He says he's going to take on this hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank that guy for fighting off the hurricane <laughs> with the American flag. The shotgun. Thank you for your service. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it was really interesting because we were out there and we just hear, you know, yell, everybody hurry up. So we're out running, you know, in, in this lake running trying to get out and they were like uh 
Of course, there's no buildings. We're out in the middle of nowhere. We're in a training. And he's like, not to scare anybody, but there's a gnarly storm coming <laughs> with a tornado. Like, and so I'm thinking, well, where are we going to go? Like, cause there's nothing, there's nothing around. There's no buildings or anything. And the they, guy from Oklahoma said, oh, no, <laughs> right. let me that check. Let me tell you something, He's like, if you can see it, it's okay. <laughs> you call that a twister. <laughs> <laughs> it's the no ones you there. can't see are the problem. That's the one. And I ain't sh- no but they have three. That's right. Jeez. Shit. Shit. <laughs> 80 mile an hour sustained wind. <laughs> just hang on to that truck. You ain't going nowhere. Why don't you just turn a dang ceiling fan on? <laughs> <laughs> I go fishing on the F3. That's so funny. And we were out there and, and that and he's like, if it gets too bad, he's like, if it gets too bad, then we're gonna we're gonna haunt three times. <laughs> and You're gonna scare you <laughs> <laughs> right. And everybody's gonna hightail it. Yeah, and everybody's gonna hightail it back and we're gonna go somewhere. And I was like, <laughs> Where did you guys go? Well, we couldn't hear the honking because of the train noises from the tornado. <laughs> yeah. It tended to be loud. <laughs> And so I, you know, of course, you know, it's, it's thundering and you know, lightning. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back in the lake, you know. Or I'm the lake. <laughs> so we go back in the lake and I hop up on the truck and literally, sure enough, me, it's it's gnarly. Like it's coming. And, and I look and sure enough, it starts spinning right above me. Like we had, oh, we, had wow. I mean, we had a funnel cloud hit. I mean, it was like a few seconds, but I mean. I mean, everybody's rear end was puckered on that one. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying because that, it was scary. So I mean, like I mean, you don't you ain't got nowhere. To, I'm yelling, I'm yelling, final cloud, and somebody goes, "Shut up, keep going." <laughs> so, <laughs> no, look at it, take a picture. No, I was like, selfie. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about your martial arts training. Um, how long? When did you? So you got taekwondo, jujitsu, mm-hmm. a little um, bit of some other stuff. So tell me, your first was taekwondo. Was that yes, the, the yes. first I training? Start, I started taekwondo as a teenager and uh, started learning at church. I. I I mean, oddly enough, people ask me why I got into martial arts, and to be honest with you, I wanted to be a Power Ranger. I mean, could you see <laughs> them? Don't we, don't we all? I mean, it was. I mean, uh, you know, so, I mean, really. What I, color? Green. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I did. I, I It's oddly it's enough, yellow. that's what, yeah, I wanted to be the pink one. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I did. And so when I got old enough, my, my parents were like, yeah, we're going to enroll you in this. And so I started doing it. And <laughs> I like I, how your parents supported that. Like, if he wants to be a power ranger, he's going to be a power yeah. ranger, for God's sake. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it may, not, your dreams. it may not pay well. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they make a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They never... They'll, <laughs> they'll cast an actor for that one. <laughs> At least someone better <laughs> looking than me. We're about to find out he probably has been in a movie or two. <laughs> probably an actor or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, just doing that and... Uh, one of the reasons I'm big on it is just because of like what's going on today. I mean, my, my thought is, is especially with what's going on with like bullies and everybody's, you know, we're talking about bullies and stuff. And I'm like, well, the best way to stop a bully is to stop a bully. You know, I'm not, a, you know, I know my guys in my unit call me like the biggest walking contradiction in the world at, at the army. Cause they're like, you're a preacher, but you'll kick somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so what rank are you, uh, um, you're trying to uh, teach him sec- to turn the other cheek. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of the so, key thing. So there. he can kick it. That's right. So, so you're a second degree. I'm actually testing for my second degree next Thursday. Congratulations. And, uh, well, thank you. Well, I actually started over. When I moved to Magnolia, I took some time off. You know, I learned a little bit of grappling in the Army. And, you know, they teach us a little bit. And then, of course, in college, I did Aikido for a little bit. And uh, it was all good. I just really liked Taekwondo because I liked the fast pace of mm-hmm. it. And so when I moved back to 
where I moved back. When I moved to uh, Magnolia, <coughs> I met Darren Hudgens mm-hmm. over at Hudgens Martial Arts, and I just kind of messaged Shout him. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out, yeah. And uh, he uh, he was like, well, come on and try it. And so I did. I started back as a white belt and and, oh, yeah. and came back and earned my black belt again. And I wanted to because I wanted, and I didn't want to just walk in there and be like, well, this is what I am. And just kind of, because you, that's the thing about martial arts, you get those guys that walk in there and they think yeah. they're, you know, they're Billy Bad action and want to show yeah. out. And that's usually the ones that leave knocked out. So, yeah. I mean, it's just how it is. And so, you know, that's how I got into it. And of course, as a kid, you know, not that I'd went through a lot of bullying things, but, you know, you just see what people do. And my, my, my philosophy is, is, and it may be a little bit contradictory, but, my thought is, is that, you know, the only way to stop somebody that way is to stop somebody, mm-hmm. you know, cause you know, talking somebody down is not always going to work. You know, someone's, I was, you know, whenever I experienced a bully back at school, I was, I mean, I was trained, I guess, gifted in the art of tattling. And, uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good. Man, cause why fight your own battles when somebody else will do it for you? That's right. That's my, somebody with a paddle. Somebody with a paddle. Not anymore. Yeah. So, Aikido, Taekwondo, and, so uh, Jiu Jitsu. Jiu Jitsu came into the picture, um, not too long ago. I, we did a little bit in the army. Um, you learned how to get out. Of course, in basic training, they teach you just a little bit. And, um, so we wanted to start adding to it because I really think the two things that you know that are most important in my martial art career is striking and grappling. I mean, mm-hmm. those are those are it. And so you know, I think doing traditional ITF style Taekwondo and then doing traditional Gracie Jiu Jitsu is is really all I need. You know, you have two different you have two different tools like having a hammer and a screwdriver. You know, you either have nails or you have screws, so mm-hmm. you can you can do a lot with both. So that's the reason why I did both and. Uh, now, do you do you keep up with like perfect the professional stuff, UFC, MMA, or MMA to or? a point? Um, actually, um, it's um. Is there anybody that you watch or follow or that surprises you or like, hey, that's I like I like, Cerrone. like I like watching him because <laughs> like I like I watched him when he was on in a he was doing Bellator. Mm-hmm. He's and, just tough. Well, I mean, he, well, what I like about him is that if you, of course, he's a kickboxer, but it's. What you see is a lot of traditional. He's very technical. Yes. On, a, mm-hmm. on just every level. Though. Right. Exactly. You know, you get some of these guys and they're like, well, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't study this art, but you see like the traditional side of what he does. And I'll tell you what really blew my mind with, with Joe Rogan when I found out that he was as bad as he is. Because oh, yeah. You see like, cause he was a, he was a Taekwondo champion. Mm-hmm. Of course, he grapples and other, all the other stuff, but well, you know. Black, he's a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah. And just to see it. I mean, because he, he's got one of the cleanest kicks I've ever seen. Really? Well, I mean, there's a video. Yeah. You ought to check it out on YouTube where he's 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 sidekicking this, like, 140-pound bag and making it hit the ceiling. Wow. It's ridiculous what he can do. And so, I mean, like, he was, he was of course, he did Olympic style, and it, which is different than mm-hmm. what I do. But, man, he, That's what we learned. Yeah. And, you know, because I, I started when Darren was a green belt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and tag take uh, Taekwondo, and it's just right. the schedule and oh, stuff. We're gonna try to do that. Uh, he made it up to yellow belt, but and I actually ordered my stuff, got my black belt back. He mm-hmm. because Darren said just to start back as a black right. belt, and I'm kind of like you. Uh, I like I I remember Chunji. right? Uh, the, That's the, the white belt, <laughs> white belt pattern. pattern. <laughs> I remember the white belt stuff, but but technically. Like I could get in there and still spar because this is right. like muscle memory. It's been thirty years, mm-hmm. and I still remember so when I see somebody do a sidekick or I'm like, 
God, it sucked. I yeah, mean, that was horrible. And just Look at the where their toes and, were. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I see where their toes were and what were their where they balanced and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I, mean, I don't know. It's just, it just gets into well because I was under Young Zeb, right? Young Zeb, and you just he was so technical. Of course, he right. was in the Pan Am games. Right, he was a gold medalist in the Pan Am games, and uh, he would. Uh, I just remember him saying, "Come on, naughty." You you just too fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I mess up, he said, "You you know what you you too fat." <laughs> and that's how they did it back in the day. I mean, he was hardcore, dude. Man. He was he was hardcore. I remember being there with my dad one time. We just went by to pick up. I think the a bill. I think my dad came out to pay my pay my tuition or something for the month. My it got hey, fatty. No, <laughs> it was like no. I forgot to bow before I walked into the. To the dojo, you know, you're supposed to bow to the flags and all this kind of stuff. Oh, and, yeah. Right? So, it, and it's not, I mean, it's taken serious, but it's mm-hmm. not like, I had to do push-ups in front of my dad because I didn't bow right. I mean, I did. I just kind of did a little head nod. And it, Come on, Nogi. threw the deuce at it. Like, hey, what's yeah, up, my, flag? And my dad's looking at him like, man, it's my boy here. My, and, but what's he going to say? I mean, long, Young Z was a Young bad Z dude. Young Z was a bad dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... Get down and do the push-ups, boy. <laughs> okay. He didn't know why I had to do them, but he thought maybe you ought to do them push-ups. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, man. I mean, of course, we've gotten away from that, too, just because of the, you know, the time that we're in. You know, I, yeah. I'd i actually prefer that, but I know that not everybody can do that. Um, yeah. I was I start- surprised at how loose yeah. Lo- things are a lot looser now, the way and, you have to teach kids. Right, because, I mean, kids, of course, kids don't respond the, the same way as they did 20 years ago. So, you know, I... I uh, that's, that's something that, you know, we do is, you know, we try to help a lot of those kids, which I think is neat because a lot of those kids that come in there, you know, they're not, you know, they're, you're not going to see them putting on, you know, a lot of them you're not going to see put on a football helmet yeah. or something like that. So it's something for them. You know, I, it was funny because actually when I started going back, I had somebody here in town was like, you you really do that? And I was like, yeah, they're like, you put those pajamas on and, and get in there and, 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 and kick and scream and stuff. Like, yeah. And they were like, why? I say because it's all fun and games until somebody gets kicked in the face. Yeah, and I was—I mean, that's just one of those things that I always tell people. It's like it's better to have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. Yeah, and I, I used to get picked on for doing it. Yeah, until you start breaking stuff, or you still you. Yeah, you people part- realize, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I'd have a guy like you know, keep me, man, keep me, man, whatever, and then you'd sit there and, and you round kick them and just enough to clip their hair. Oh yeah, and it happens just in a split second, and they're like. Okay, man, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that control. You gotta yeah. say this foot is on this side of your face. You're and never gonna get to go to a ball. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're never gonna get to a ball. <laughs> I love that movie. No, oh, I, man. but I mean, we started. Um, that's kind of what I'm doing with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it out of my head now, that fight scene. Golly. Let's establish the ground rules. <laughs> no hitting in the face. Whatever one rule is. rules. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even fighting you. Well, maybe that's your problem. <laughs> you guys don't have your head in the game. <laughs> Golly, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> oh man, classic! We did that with the guys at the the at the jujitsu garage because I can't call it a school because I'm not a certified teacher. 
And I, I'm just learning. I'm going through it myself. And, and so it, it's it's free for anybody who wants to train. And and so we go through the combatives program, which is exactly what the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu program is. It's their, their, their program is the combatives program, and it's uh, 36 techniques, and it's the foundations of jiu-jitsu. And so we were in class, and, and you know, of course, some of my guys, you know, they're pretty confident. And so I said, okay. I said, but what are you going to do when you get to a guy that actually can strike? You know, mm-hmm. not just some redneck that wants to throw haymakers and knock your head off. And they were like, well, let's see. And so I'm I'm up there and he come at me and I threw that round kick and I, I just, I, fl- I flicked his ear with it. And yeah. he was like, because no one expects, I mean, I'm not saying this to brag, but I'm a big guy. Like I'm not, I'm not a small guy, but I'm really fast for my size. Like, you know, like the Beverly Hills Ninja, you know, nah. like me and Chris Farley, you know, and so, <laughs> but like, I, I, you know, I'm pretty fast for my size. And so a lot of guys don't, don't, of course they don't, when I tell them I do karate or taekwondo, they're like, no, you don't. And you're like, no, I do. And so, and you show them, of course, being flexible and stuff like that. Of course, that's something I don't sport around all the time either, just to be like, well, look at me. <laughs> hey, watch mm-hmm. this. Watch where, yeah. I, where I put my leg. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Dude, the, you're being weird again. Go to the checker at Walmart and <laughs> challenge the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Get your head behind your head. Go back to your stall, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god up in there, boy? Uh, oh no <laughs> no they uh but like it's i i, I enjoy do, i enjoy teaching it more than i enjoy doing it like i enjoy mm-hmm. helping people kind of empower themselves the thing i like about jujitsu is that since we've been doing this for for several months is um is that you don't have to be strong like and the thing about jujitsu i think is so interesting is that like in taekwondo a lot of people get in this mindset of just point sparring yeah and they and they and the thing is, is they try to translate that into their street fighting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got a kid that I, I got on, you know, I wouldn't say this if he wouldn't, you know, if he, if he knew I didn't love him, but you know, I, I love this kid to death. And, and one thing we spar, he throws this twist kick. And basically it's like, it's just to get a quick point. Like it's just to, you, you just throw you it. Just and, sling your leg out. Yeah. yeah. And it, it doesn't hurt. And I said, you got to stop doing that. And he was like, why not? And he go, you know, he goes, why? And I was like, because you're going to get in a fight. And the first thing you're going to do, try to defend yourself, you're going to throw that stupid kick and they're <laughs> going to punch you in the nose. You know? <laughs> and I said, then you're going to yeah. be knocked out because you're going to be wondering why it didn't work. Because, you know, I, the thing about the, and of course I teach the adult, I help teach the adult class. I'm actually one of the assistant instructors. And I, you can't teach kids jujitsu. You just can't. I can't think because jujitsu does. It's not about strength. Like, funny story. My my wife. I was. I've been trying to get her to do it for so long. Like, do jujitsu, and she's like, I'm not doing that. She's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not doing that. And so I was like, let me show you how to. Let me show you how to do this collar choke, right? And so basically, you grab the collar, and you twist, and and basically like it's like the same as the rear naked choke. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's a blood choke. It stops the carotid artery. And so she does that and like, you know, to be strong. And so I'm like, all right. So I tap and she wouldn't let go. And cause, and, and, and by the and time you about went down, I did you? go out. I, did, <laughs> I went out. Like, she didn't know what tapping out meant. Did she? No, I was going. Well, I, I, I told you about Hadley doing that, you know, to be, I, she was. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I was like, all right, if you, if you, somebody gives you trouble, if you get behind them, <laughs> you, know, <one> time, <laughs> you, know, if you put them in the rear naked choke. You'll be you'll be fine. I was like, right, so so here you put it right here and right here, and I was like, now you just kind of you got to squeeze a little bit. And I said, all right, go ahead. <laughs> 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 this is so fun, Daddy. Daddy, Daddy? yeah. <laughs> hey, da- Dad. 
Well, that's what happened. Like, I, I was tapping and she wouldn't let go. And so finally, and she did. I mean, I was out. I'm just laying there. <laughs> she slept you. And she's like, get up. You know, <laughs> she thought I was faking it. You know, and, I, and of course. So then she went to the ground and pound. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's like, where did I get this concussion? <laughs> Referee stoppage. Oh, Where'd man. you get that bat? <laughs> well, man, we've been uh, we've been at it for an hour and 16 minutes. And it's been nonstop. This has been an awesome it's coming Podcast. at you. Oh yeah, lot coming at you right you now. You got to come back, dude. You, we we just skimmed the surface. Oh yeah, we did. We, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not <laughs> a liar. <laughs> you are the Renaissance man. The Renaissance man. That is incredible. That's cool. We need to get y'all together and play some music too. Yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. That'd, that'd be awesome. Well, I know we got to read some sponsors, and we picked up a new sponsor. Everybody heard that last episode. And we'll uh, learn more about them today. And, we, we, uh, and thanks to Grant Shook for being patient with us while we, <laughs> <laughs> uh, while Chase tried to remember the name of the, the business. And I think we all remembered. We were yeah, just testing we were just each test, other. Yeah, testing each other. So anyway, so we were just, uh, we're going to read our sponsors and we thank them very much for what they have done for us. Also, to all of our top fans and all of our fans that keep following us on Facebook, we've hit over 26,000 yesterday. We're almost at 27,000 today. It just keeps going. It's just going. Keeps blowing it's up. growing and growing. It's incredible. Um, and we'll get some pictures. We'll we'll have to do like a some him holding some STF stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll get some pictures yeah. here in a second. But give him a sticker. Huge shout show. out to to Just for being here. Also, huge shout out to uh, Regional Hospice Care Group of Louisiana. It's a wonderful company that provides quality and compassionate care to loved ones all over Northwest Louisiana. Uh, Their loving and caring staff are perfect for helping families and patients. And they have a full-time physician on staff, and they even make house calls. Give them a call at one of their two locations in Minden or in Shreveport at 318-382-9396 or 318-524-1046 and let Regional Hospice Care Group of Louisiana care for you. And Seth Miller. Oh, man. Is that not a talented dude? Have you seen his latest stuff? Yeah, absolutely. He's got, I know you've listened to the show. And I'm sure you know what it, what, it, what we're talking about. Here. I know one thing. My favorite <laughs> deal is that that drone video that friend of his did. Yeah, How awesome. that got, was really cool. Go to his Facebook. Uh, Seth yep. Miller. If you don't know what we're talking about, if this is your first time ever listening to the show, Seth Miller shame has on one you. of the coolest. <laughs> yeah, shame. Uh, Seth has one of the coolest talents out there. Mm-hmm. You take a chainsaw and a log of cedar and turn it into a lifelike sculpture or a customized sign that would look great outside your home or business. Uh, you really do have to see this. Uh, find him on Facebook at Miller Custom Name Logs and Chainsaw Carvings, or call him three. Uh, call him five seven three eight five six four nine two zero to learn more, or drop him an email MillerCustomNameLogs.me.com, or stop by and see what all he's got out there. He's right off the highway on Highway thirty four between Piedmont and Patterson, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, big shout out, Seth. He's been he's been spon- he's been a sponsor for a he while. He has been there for a long time. Appreciate it. Almost as long as uh as our good friends at <laughs> Now if you're if you're looking to stock your pond or your tank with a variety of sport fish or even tropical fish, look no further than the best name in the fish game, baby. <laughs> Drugs are bad. Uh, <laughs> Billy Bland Fishery. They have goldfish, minnows, catfish, koi, largemouth bass, bluegill, black crappie. They have it all. 
and they will ship it right to you. 870-694-4811. Check out BillyBlandFishery.com. Billy Bland, where the name is Bland. But what? But the fish are not. They're, they're not. <laughs> Nailed it. And just for you, Grant. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> we didn't we that. didn't get we didn't get to do that at the Tiger Fest this year. I yeah, mean, you did. Well you, you was, did. Because you even uh, said, man, I hurt my throat. <laughs> you did good. Was that it? Um jo- Jordan does it great. He does, I haven't he even does heard a great do it. buffer. All right. If you're looking for rustic charm and home decor that's built to last, you'll love Cottonwood Farm Design Company. Signs, cabinets, tables, and a ton more. Uh, just right to give your home a warm, classic, and fun feel. Uh, they got five-star ratings out of the wazoo. And once you see their designs, you're going to want all of them. Yeah. You really are. Uh, Cottonwood Farms, they host sign parties, which I didn't know what that was until I looked further it's into like it. Tupperware? It's kind of like, you know, uh, painting with a twist where you go out there, you can create your own signs, your own looks, your own designs, whatever. They got all the equipment. We there have for. to do that. So yes, we, they, we do. Check out their pre-made sign, their pre-made designs, uh, or place your custom order today. If you have an idea, Cottonwood Farms will bring it to life. 910 Two two zero five eight six seven. Drop them an email, Cottonwood Farm Design Co. at gmail.com. But definitely go check them out on Facebook. They got pictures of all of uh, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of and, lot and of on, stuff off that goes all over the house. And on their Facebook page, they have their they have a website now. They have a website, and you can I think go and jump on that as well. Yeah, so. that's Cottonwood Farm Design Company. Shout out to all of our great sponsors. Thank you, Grant, for for hooking us up, brother. Yeah, and uh, he's been around for a minute. Yeah, tell him he's been around for a long time. Uh, tell him, uh, Small Town Famous sent you. That's right. Make a Never know. Never know. Never know. Justin, we appreciate you for being man, here, man. Appreciate you were awesome, to be here. Awesome guest. Thanks. I'm not a talker. I'm sorry. I wish I had more to say. <laughs> I, I, I'll, uh, you need to I'll, come out of that show. I'm filling in with something. That's right. <laughs> oh man, I think we got some singing to do. Okay, we're gonna that do that. Fun. You want to sing us out? Who's gonna sing? <laughs> no. Sing out, sing. Uh, we're small town famous, and we're, and we're out. out. Can, you, can you can you come up with something for that? Do a lick for that. Right small town famous, and we're out. Well, let me get my guitar. <laughs> oh, this ought to be good. Go ahead and do it. I'm on like season four, four, five. Five on King of the Hill. Really? I'm on. Five? I'm on. I'm on up there. I'm so proud of you. I love when Peg. When Peggy said about about Thanksgiving, she's like, <laughs> "You ruined Thanksgiving, just like those Indians did." It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> this ought to be interesting. So what was I supposed to say again? <laughs> small town famous, and we're out. We're small town we're famous, small and town. we are out. I like how we just put him on the spot like that. Yeah, I know. Like, here, write a song. We'll see he gets. He's creative. We'll see what happens. And we're small town famous, and we're out. <laughs> nice. hey, that was good. Very good. Very right good. Off, Thanks, okay, brother. Right off of that. Hey, we are small town famous, and we are Ow. 
I had all but given up on finding the one that I could fall into on the day before you. I was ready to settle for less than love and not much more. There was no such thing as a dream come true. But that was on the day before you. Now you're here. Everything's changing. Suddenly, life means so much. I will never have to go back to the day before you. In your eyes I see forever. It makes me wish that my life never knew the day before you. Oh, but heaven knows. Shaping my heart for the day that I found you And you're the reason for all I've been Then I'm thankful for the day before you I will never have to go back